Give it up for Pastor Dan DeVay, lead senior pastor of Shy Church. missed on the high five, but that's okay. We didn't rehearse that part. Actually, we, we didn't rehearse much of this, actually. We've been doing so many other things. Um, I want to first say, not bad for a worship team that uh, got together about 3 o'clock today for the very first time. If that's how that is, oh man, I'm getting excited about where we're going to be going uh, as a church in, in regards to our worship. Um, I, I am just overwhelmed um, by this. This is amazing. I was sitting over here starting to come in my eyes because I saw my daughter and my son playing on the worship team, um, and all of a sudden I began to feel like you know, nineteen years ago God gave me a vision that I would be a senior pastor. It didn't hit me until I was sitting right there. It's now, and I was like, "Oh man, how I, this is crazy! This is crazy!" Um, I am, I am honored, and I'm so excited uh, to be your senior leader. something in my spirit. Um, the Wednesday night prayer times have been unbelievable. And we have been just lifting this place up and what God wants to do. And I have an expectancy in my heart that God is going to do something new. Um, this Wednesday we talked about how um, you know, God wants to pour fresh wine out into new things. Um, and so my prayer, and I hope you hear this, my prayer is that when we come here and understand that God's going to pour out new wine. We have to open our hearts with a new understanding of what God might want to do. And we have to have open hands to receive what God wants to do. And we have to be um, willing to go, okay, God, whatever you want to do, I want to receive the new wine. Um, and I don't want to try to put that new wine into old wineskins um, because they burst. Uh, but so create in me a pure heart. Create in me a pure heart. And so um, I hope that you guys will uh, start coming with that understanding that God wants something new, wants something fresh. Kim and I, one of our heart uh, beats for this church is that you would be a little bit nervous to come to church. I'm serious. Because when God does something powerful, when God starts to move, there should be something in you that goes, oh boy, what's going on? But yet you you have that little bit of nervousness, but then you have that excitement, but I don't want to miss it. i got to be there. And so that's kind of our prayer, and that's our, that's our heart. So, hey, we're going to do something. I know I've had a few people come, oh, man, I can't wait to hear you speak. You're going to have to wait till next week. Um, I've got a little bit of message at the end of this, but here's here's what I want to do. First off, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to God, to Jesus our Savior, to the Holy Spirit, for everything that has taken place in the midst of this. Um, and our first and foremost, uh, the, the thing that we're praying for the most is that His presence to be known here. Um, you know, when we came up with the name Shine, it was because we want people to come encounter and have an experience with Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for our sins, and um, that we would have an understanding of that. Because I truly believe that when you have that understanding and when you get touched that way, your countenance changes. You begin to shine. You become a different person, and that's really the heart of, of just this church. And so I just thank God, our Savior, for just this. This is just absolutely amazing. The second thing I want to thank is all of the people that helped to make this um, happen. Uh, we have had so many things. As a matter of fact, we, uh, if I'm, if it's still working, Brad, is it still working? Are we still on live stream? Yeah, so we're on Facebook Live, but that didn't happen until about five minutes before the message. Uh, but it happened. So it, all the people that worked so hard, hours and hours and hours to put in this, if you have not watched Food Place uh, after the service, please walk through, go check out the hub, go see the top of our area. Go into the nurseries and see all the different decorations of kids' church. Um, we have had a crew of volunteers that have helped out tremendously, and um, she's going to be super mad at me, but my wife has done an amazing job. Spent hours and hours helping me with this. I'm going to get in so much trouble when I go home for that. I just want you to know that. Hey, um, in Revelations, I got a scripture for you on the screen here. In Revelations, it says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And I was reading this morning in John, and John the Baptist, he was talking about him preparing the way for, for our Lord and Savior. And one of the things that he says is, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And the commentary that a 
Street actually said this, what an incredibly profound statement that John the Baptist said, that Jesus here is the Lamb of God who would take the sins of the world away. And John was proclaiming that, preparing the way, and that's what this church is going to be about. It's going to be about Jesus Christ and the blood that was shed for our behalf so that we could overcome the enemy, the evil one, and we can overcome just the troubles and problems that we face in this world. We are going to overcome because of Jesus Christ and the blood that was shed on our behalf. Amen? Okay. The second thing, though, it says is that we will overcome based on our testimonies. Okay? There's a powerful thing that happens when God touches us and changes our life and changes our direction, um, does something supernatural, that all of a sudden, um, when those testimonies are shared and they're spoken out, what happens is other people hear those testimonies and the greatness and the goodness of God begins to become realized through those testimonies. And when you hear somebody else's testimony, what happens in you is something stirs up and rises up and you go, yes, and that can happen for me. And so what I'm going to do is um, I have asked my staff to share this weekend why they believe God called them to share. And I really, uh, my hope is that you are going to hear these testimonies and that you're going to walk out of here going, oh my gosh. I know Pastor John said that he heard some God began to spoke to start this. And I know that Dan had a dream and that God was telling him yes. And that I told the story two weeks ago. I know most of you have heard that. If you haven't heard it, you can go online and get that message. Um, but what I want to do to hear is I wanted to hear what I wanted you to hear what really was confirmation in my heart in the fact that all of my staff had just incredible encounters with the Lord as we went through this process. And I wanted to give them just a brief moment to share those things. So I'm going to invite Janelle uh, Jackamore, our worship pastor up here, and uh, have her share a little bit of testimony. I was like, are you sure you want to give me the mic again? I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm Janelle. I am a Colorado native. And so, yes, Colorado all the way. Um, I was the children's pastor here, actually, starting in 2014, 2016. And then I became the missions pastor, and that's what I've been doing for the past two years. And so when all of this happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like God is calling me home to Castle Rock. And so I got to come back and just see all of you guys. And, oh, my gosh, your kids have just... They're so tall. I was like, what the heck? All these kids are running up to me, and I'm just like, you're basically an adult, and I don't even know what I'm to do with my life. But, um, yeah, I just, the story for me with Shine, um, when I was, last year this time, actually, I was in Kenya, Africa, leading a team of women. And while I was there, the Lord spoke to me and said so clearly, you have one year left in missions. And at the time, I was like, no idea what that means. So I started just asking the Lord what kind of shift that would be and where I would end up. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, He did not show me anything. <laughs> it was months and months and months, and He was like, just wait, just wait. And if the Lord's taught me anything, it's that a lot of times He works on my behalf. And so those weren't conversations that I had to approach or have because He was having them behind the scenes. And so fast forward to this year. And um, I was serving as the missions pastor and the worship pastor at Lakewood. And they approached me um, just to tell me what was going on with the church. And I walked into that office. And I, it was funny, because Pastor DJ texted me the day before. And if you know DJ, DJ will, like, on the fly be like, oh, hey, you want to meet for coffee in 15 minutes? So I get this text, and immediately I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And I walked into the office, and Pastor Dan was there. And um, I had had a dream the night previous where when I walked in, I thought that I knew what my dream meant. But they continue to tell me everything that's going on just with Lakewood closing and the church uniting and what that looks like and what the opportunity was with Shine. And so I walk out of there, and... When I tell you my dream, you're going to laugh that I was still questioning this. But I walk out and I'm like, okay, yeah, I should really look through this before the Lord and figure it out. Um, this was my dream. So I had a dream where the Lord just showed me 
every single one of the Jubilee campuses. And it was like an aerial view, like a blueprint. So imagine you just cut the roofs off and you're looking down into it. And every staff member had, I'm so sorry, I don't know what they're called. I don't play flag football, but those jersey things with the colors. And then everyone had one of those. I don't know what they're called. And pennies, right? Because it's still, I don't know. I acted like I knew I didn't know. See what I did there? Um, but it was so amazing because in each campus, you would think that looking at it, you would see, okay, all of Castle Rock is red. All of Lakewood is yellow, whatever. But when he was showing me this, every campus had mixed colors within. And somehow we go from there in my dream to where we're doing a version of the amazing race. And so my team, we're, we're in Breckenridge at this point, and we're tubing down this river in Breck. And as everybody is, like, crowding into this water, it would just be, like, on the side where there was a slow, small pool of water. And a team would break off and just kind of chill in the corner. Or another team broke off, and they went, and they grabbed lunch. And it ended up being where I was on the blue team. And we are just going, and we see this bridge. And this water, after this point in the bridge, is just raging. Like, we're thinking we are going to die doing this. But we all go, and I see so clearly Peter Gertis and Rob Painter at the front just cracking jokes and, like, hooping it up. And um, we fly out from underneath that bridge, and all I hear the Lord say is, I am asking you to engage. And in my dream on my blue team was Kim and Dan Dene, and Rob and Amy Painter, and DJ Smith, and I saw Peter as well. And I had no idea at the time that these were all people who would be involved in this church. And so I did. I went and I took a couple of days to just pray and um, fast and seek the Lord and see what he said. And he's like, really? I already told you. Like, I gave you the dream, so go. And so it's something that's so simple yet so profound because I know for all of us that the Lord had started moving things long ago to set this in place and prepare our hearts, and we could not be more excited. We say it, and you might just think that we're saying it to be nice, but we look at your faces, and we've longed for this day. You guys mean so much to us, and we're excited because we believe in the power of community. I don't know if you can tell, but I love God's presence, and when that is the center of community, is his presence, who knows what he's going to take us. So, Thank you for listening to me. I love you guys. I'm super excited. And I get to invite Rob and Amy Painter. Ow, ow! If Rob had the microphone right now, this is where he would do some kind of, like, guitar solo. Yesterday he wrote a song about concrete. It was something like, Buckets of concrete from the Lord. It's a gift. I can't take all the credit. Hi, we are Rob and Amy Painter. Uh, some of you know us, some of you may not. Uh, I used to be CEO of Apple, but we changed that to go into ministry. We put that all aside to go into the ministry. Now, we uh, we came from Arizona about 10 years ago. We've been a part of Jubilee ever since that time. Uh, we found ourselves here at Castle Rock exactly 10 years ago, and we're a part of the church there when DJ and Kimmy had started it, uh, and then we became part of their staff. And we were uh, campus pastors here for a season. Uh, but it became very clear to us uh, that when, when Pastor Dan began to seek what God was putting in his heart, that it was very clear to us uh, that God was directing us to be a part of, of Shine Church. Scripture says, man plans his ways, but God directs his steps. And man, I had some plans. Amy and I, we had plans. But we knew, we knew God was directing us to be a part of Shine and one of the things that we're so excited about, and I can really uh, just feel this in my heart, man, is that when you're in your sweet spot, when you are doing what you love and, and what your uh, gifting is that God's given you, which each one of us have, it's, it's what I call a sweet spot. Wouldn't you agree with that? You're happy. You're excited. I'm going to be able to do counseling and more pastoral care stuff as well as, as be a part of whatever else uh, that Shine Church needs. So I'm super happy to be here, be a part of the team. We're so thankful. Yes, we are. Um, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about how 
how unique and how special God speaks to us and how he spoke to me and then how Rob and I were able to come to the decision to do this. You know, um, we definitely were seeking the Lord on what the future had for us, and so that was a, a, a difficult and challenging spot, but also exciting. And I think that um, I, I didn't realize at the time, but the Lord led me to go to a prayer night a, a couple months before this all came to us. And at the prayer night, um, you know, it was one of those things where people would sit down with you. A lot of people you don't know and pray and sense what the Lord um, would want to tell you. And I walked in at first and saw actually a friend of mine. And, you know, it was funny because I kind of went, oh, no, you know, not that I didn't love her, but I, I really wanted it to be anonymous because I was really seeking God. But turned out that she was the one that had the word of the Lord for me that was so powerful. And to, um, to tell you just a brief little part about it, uh, the Lord was really saying through her that I, am, that I and Rob, I was representing both of us there, could feel the ground underneath us rumbling. And really that we were staring at a horizon that we were kind of wondering, when do we get to see the full picture of what God's doing? And, um, and that God was saying to us, you know, you are going to see um, more of that horizon. And don't be alarmed at the rumbling, which really to me felt like, you know, that unnerving kind of something's going to change feeling. And he said, I will lovingly walk you through that door, you and your family, he said, and there will be peace. You know, what's funny is when we first heard about this opportunity, we we had a sense in our hearts as Dan and Kim were sharing with us, and we knew that this meant um, our friends. Of course, Dan and Kim and DJ and Tammy and Janet and Darren and then all of our friends that the team has been built and all of you friends here. And so my response is, I'm in friends. You know, I always choose friends, friends. But um, I did have to go back and reflect on that, that night of prophetic prayer as well as a sermon God directed me to that says, don't say no when God says go. <laughs> that was a pretty clear title right there. Um, but also in the, in the um, sermon, the lady looked right at the camera at one point and said, some of you need to break camp. You need to break camp from what's familiar, from what you've been doing, and break camp because that's what advances the kingdom. When you break camp and break out of, you know, comfortable, and because um, God's kingdom is all about advancing. And that's what really our entire adult lives have been about, um, being in the ministry to see God's kingdom here on earth. So we're super excited. And yes, we are so thankful that God does care because our first response was, yes, friends. So here we go, friends. We're going to be listening. Yeah. We're so excited to see all of you. It really is a dream come true to see these seats all full. We get to introduce our awesome kids pastors, Minnie and Laura. She even skips like a kid's pastor. All right. We have been dancing in the kids' room, and so I have been dared to come up here and do a chicken leg dance that we just made up. I've got a few witnesses back there. They're going to bring it back to kids' church. They've dared me to chicken dance. Hey, there you go. I'm Danny. This is Laura. Most of your kids' ages already, but I can't allow them. But um, so Laura was actually the one that decided that we should do this. She was the one that told me yes. So I will explain the interesting story and let her do that for us. Thank you, darling. Um, yeah. So um, we have been the kids' pastors here for a little over a year, and we have loved every second of it of getting to know all the kids and all the families, and we have just been on such a ride. We couldn't imagine doing anything else right now. And so, um, probably like the beginning of the year, um, Denny and I just kind of felt like there was something changing, and it was never like a specific thing or anything bad, but we could definitely tell that things were moving and changing within JFC. And we walked away several times from like meetings or church, and it just really got us thinking and talking. And so we talked several times. Um, like, okay, if JFC, you know, Castle Rock breaks off and does their own thing, kind of like the Highlands Ridge campus did, what would we do? And our answer was always, if we are asked to go with them, we would, no matter what. And so 
we had talked about it a million times probably, and then um, in May, Pastor Dan and Rob wanted to get together with us, and Denny couldn't make it because of work, so I went, and I was freaking out because I had no idea what's going on. <laughs> and I walk it into the office, and it's not just like Pastor Dan and Pastor Rob, it's also Kim and Amy. And so then I'm freaking out even more because it's four verse one, <laughs> and I don't have my my half with me. And so uh, my freak out was just like, <sighs> and then they start to kind of reveal the plans for Shine and what they had in their hearts and what they were doing. And so then my freak out just like came to a crashing halt because I wanted so badly to be a part of Shine. And this was either a place where I would kind of we would lose our jobs because they were going to go a different direction. I mean, we were only not even working there a year. We're pretty newbies here. Um, or they would ask us to come along. And so my freak out kind of shifted to like, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> and, um, and then they asked, would you like to be a part of Shine and um, join us as the kids pastors? And um, I, if I could have jumped on my chair, I would have. Um, I was so excited that I blurted out, yes, yeah, we'll do it. And um, Pastor Dan like, looked at me like, do, do you want to talk this over with Denny? <laughs> and I said, no, he already knows. And I'm sure that like everybody that was in that room was like, he already knows. But uh, the Lord had just been preparing our hearts for so long that things were changing, things were moving, and he really just kept us calm through all of that time. And so when the time came for us to join Shine, I did for both of us. <laughs> and if you were wondering, I did ask him later. I told him later that we were going to be a part of Shine. <laughs> and he's been on board since um, that day, and we are just so excited and blessed. And here we are tonight. Go Shine! All right, so... Um, Darren and Janet Desmack are up next, and unfortunately, they cannot be here with us tonight because they are taking their son to college. But they did record a little message for you guys, so you can go ahead and watch that. Hey, John, I'm so sorry we're not able to be there this weekend. We are actually taking our middle son, Jarrett, to college in Arizona. I um, wanted to just share a little bit about what God is doing and obviously talk a little bit about um, just us and kind of this transition, if you will, to Shine Church. And uh, it's so interesting. We lived in Highlands Ranch for about 15 years and then moved down to Castle Rock a year ago. Um, we never thought we'd actually live here, and I even thought for a second that, oh my goodness, we've moved down, and Janet's going to be driving up to the JSC offices in Highlands Ranch. And so, um, wouldn't you know it, here we're starting Stein Church, and the offices are obviously in Castle Rock, but we're so excited about what God's going to do, and I thought I would give Janet a chance to just share a little bit about what um, God has put on her heart. So hi there, Shine family. So our family has been a part of JFC for 15 years, a little shy of 15 years. I've worked for JFC for 10, and the last seven years of that being Pastor John's admin. So when um, Pastor John came to me in April and said, let me know of all the changes and that kind of stuff, of course, immediately I had lots of tears, and oh my goodness, what is this all going to look like? And um, and he's so kind and so generous, and he, you know, asked me to stay, but also knew that my dearest friends were going to be leaving and starting Shine, and so he gave me the option whether to stay or to go. And so, of course, in the natural, I was like, oh my goodness, of course I'm going to go with my friends. But immediately I knew that I needed to make my decision based on the Lord, um, and not so much on just friendship. So with that being said, I had um, already a scheduled plan to go to California and visit the beach with my mom. So that week and I went to the beach and I was able to spend a little bit of time um, at the beach on Saturday. And of course I went there asking the Lord like, oh my goodness, you know, I need you to like send me a sign or drop from the sky and let me know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I'm so torn. I love both, you know, options and I just didn't really know what to decide. And so that day, my Bible um, study, my daily devotional was Hebrews 619, where um, this hope anchors the soul, firm and secure. So I was like doing everything I could just to, you know, think about that. And I started looking up all the different definitions of 
um, what an anchor is, and of course, you know, in the natural, we know what that is, but I was just trying just to find out, like, Lord, I need to hear from you. And so I um, looked up this one definition, and as soon as I read this, it was literally like the Lord spoke directly to my heart, and it said, um, the releasing of an anchor um, represented a safe end to a long journey. And I knew right then, in my heart, that the Lord was saying, Janet, it's okay to go. Now at the time, it's a good, safe end to this beautiful journey that I've been on with JFC. And so I rested in that, and I began to walk back to the hotel and had to take this wooden path that, you know, followed the coastline back to my hotel. And right when I got to the portion where I was going to cross the street, um, I looked down on this wooden walkway, and there was all of this, it was springtime, so it was all of this new um, growth, all this little grass sprouting up between. And right when I looked down, the Lord just said to me, Janet, new growth, new growth for you, new growth for Stein. And I knew right then and there in my heart that it was um, time to go. But then I had to go back and tell Pastor John my decision. So that following Tuesday, I went back, and through lots of tears and lots of love and lots of blessing, um, I told him my decision, and he released me to go with Stein. And I'm super, super excited for what's ahead. Um, I'm super excited for the um, growth that we all are going to see. And um, so here we go. And so the next couple that's going to share with you is Peter Christian Bruce. Castle Rock for almost three years now, which has been such a fun time. Um, yeah, I mean, we are so unbelievably excited for this, and we're so excited for the church, we're so excited for the youth, everyone involved in it, and the reason we're so excited is because we know without a doubt that we've been called both individually and as a family to be the youth pastors of Shine Church, and to be in this community, and to reach out to everyone in it. And so I'll just give a little bit of a backstory to everything that was going on in our life. So, um, Basically, a few years ago, we got asked to be youth pastors, and we prayed about it, and we talked about it, and we really just felt like God was not giving us the go. We're like, okay, like, this isn't something we're really being called to right now. This isn't our season. And so we kind of just kept what we were doing, what we had been doing, uh, and that was uh, up until about over half a year ago when we found out that the Jubilee Castle Rock youth pastors were leaving. And we were, I, God kind of put it in my heart, like a stirring up, like, okay, is this something that we should go back into? Like, should we revisit this conversation, kind of do that? And so I went and talked to Christine, and I'm like, hey, is this something we should do? And Christine was like, no, this isn't, I, this isn't it again. And so I'm like, okay, like, all right, that's fine. And so we actually, well, I was like, well, let's pray. I, there's something going on, so let's pray about it. Let's talk about it. And we did that, and I actually felt like God saying, this, you, you are not called to be the youth pastors of Jubilee Fellowship Church. And I was like, okay. And so we basically came to that conclusion, and um, Christine actually had a dream, which I'll let her share. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did. I had a dream. Um, unlike any other dream I've had before, I've never had a dream like this, with this one. Um, and basically the dream was that we were to walk into a room, and we were going to be given a word from God. And Peter's word was he was going to be a youth pastor, and I was to be content, submissive, and respectful. <laughs> yeah. So um, we walk out of the room, and Peter's like on cloud nine, running around, telling everyone he's going to be the youth pastor. He's so amped, we're like so excited. It was cute, but inside I was like, "What? This is not what we like said we were going to do. Like you didn't even talk to me. You just start telling everyone you're going to do it um, because God had called you to do it." So. With that, I woke up and was like, okay, Peter, good thing we kind of decided not to pursue doing the uh, JFC Castle Rock youth position because I had a dream and I was not happy that he took it. So it probably, you know, is just not what we were supposed to do. Um, so before Peter had the opportunity to let anyone know that, like, okay, I'm not going to pursue it, we don't feel called to it, we found out two days later after this dream about Shine Church. And we didn't know anything about what was going on except for the pastors that were going to be involved and that it was going to be Castle Rock. And so right, right then and there, we were just like, all right, <laughs> like, we're all in. 
Um, it doesn't matter what we're going to be doing, we're, we're all in. Um, so that's, I think, what really helped us realize at that point that, okay, the stirring going on in Peter's heart, like really the preparing him for this in the last year, truly, um, was because God knew what was to come. And God was clearly had to speak to me, probably, in order to get me to listen and see the calling. So that was, I just think, the way of God saying, okay, be submissive, respectful, content, and listen to, um, you know, obey what the calling is that I have on your life and go all in. So now we are just all in and super excited, and it's really, really awesome. So, yeah, I know we've said excited like 30 times, but we are so excited about this. Um, yeah, so uh, without further ado, our next beautiful couple, Dan and Tina Nathan. Too kind. Thank you all. So, um, raise your hand if you have kids. It's awesome because we were back there and then they called us up, so, you know, they're all sitting back there alone. But I'm sure they'll be fine. So we're going to have to do this really fast. Unless you guys want, who wants to go back and get the kids? Anybody? Hey, good to see everybody. I'm just, what? Never mind, I missed something. I'm looking to see who all I know. It's been so awesome being back to Castle Rock. You know, we got hooked up here. Um, our two youngest kids, uh, got hooked into the youth room. We weren't doing much at the time. I was doing a little coffee bar. Tina's kind of just hanging out, taking it all in. And then uh, Tina says, I don't know about you, but I'm going to the youth room. And we're sitting out, we're sitting out in the parking lot. And uh, she's been kind of encouraging me to, to do the youth for a while. And um, I'm like, wow, that sounds good to me. That's good to me. So she's, she's telling me in the youth room, well, I'm going to go do youth. And I said, well, I going to do? She says, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm going to go do youth. So she just went to the youth room, and I just was like, oh, okay, what am I supposed to do now? And it was just kind of one of those moments. It's like, well, let's, let's get ready to do the thing. So we got hooked in with the youth and thought that was pretty cool, cool doing that for three years and then had these really strong relationships. And lo and behold, um, Lakewood. So uh, we got asked to be kids uh, pastors at uh, Lakewood. transition. You know, we used to work with kids years ago in South Dakota with the SNAPs, with uh, the Dean family. And uh, we actually moved out here from South Dakota to join them as kids ministry volunteers. I've never been a kids ministry, so if you didn't know that, you can talk to us more about it a little bit later. But it's an incredible journey. So kids aren't something new to us, but since all of our four kids were growing up and moving out, except for one over here in the front row, he's still He's still, he's got a two-year lease with us, $500 a month, pretty cheap, huh, September? So two more years, and we'll see what happens, so, um, and you all know him, that's Isaac Meesink from the, the Parker Pastor Church, super cool, so it's it's been fun, but we're so excited to be here, um, when they actually sat us down to talk about the transition with uh, Lakewood changing. I mean, we, we were always told it's going to take a year and a half, Dan, a year and a half to build relationships and really get in there and get to know them. And so we're digging in, we're digging in, and then all of a sudden, somebody pulled the plug. And we're like, wait a minute, we just got to a year and a half, and we were, we were feeling comfortable at that Lakewood church. I'm sorry, that church is at Lakewood church. And we got comfortable, and, and all of a sudden, the, the plug was pulled. So now we're like, I mean, things were going pretty good. We're really taking the time with kids, relationship building. And so when they sat us down, kind of like the Dan Wise, it's like, oh, it's And when they asked us to do Shine Church, uh, it was just a no-brainer. It was like, we're on board. I'm like, hey, man, I, I didn't need, like, a, you know, an alien ship to come down and show me the truth and the way and... You know, uh, I'm not going to go kicking and screaming. Uh, I've done that before, like in the parking lot for youth, you know. And I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm, I'll just I'll just follow you. So that's where we uh, ended up, and, and now we're here. 
And so it's just so good to have a home to come to. And I can't wait to meet you. I think our, our time's up. But anyway, um, a little thing. Um, at the beginning of the year, I always um, spend some time praying and asking the Lord what the next year is going to look like. Not that he told me, but... Um, <laughs> But I just need, like, I need a little little insight. And he always, he was just telling me something big is coming. And so I was like, okay, that could be anything, you know. I mean, it's pretty vague, you know. But it, so I was like, all right. And then a lot of transition happens with these areas, as we know. And I kept asking the Lord, is this it? And he's like, no. And then the next thing happened, and is, is this it? And he's like, no. And then, um. We knew when we got called over to DJ and Cameron's house, something was up at the end of May. I was like, okay, is this it? And God was completely silent, <laughs> like crickets. And I'm like, I know something's up because you're like, he didn't say no at all. And we get there and we see Dan and Kim at the door and we're like, something's definitely up. And I was thinking that DJ and Cameron were leaving Lakewood. And I had, didn't even know Lakewood was closing yet. So then we found out the story, and, and then they asked us to please pray about Sean. And so we um, we just knew because the Lord, I did, I had asked Dan um, a few months, so it's several months down the road. I was like, something's up. I just know uh, we said um, if we had to stay with Lakewood, do you think we would stay because um, God moved us somewhere else? And he was like, I'm sensing change coming. And he was like, We'll stay with Lakewood, but, you know, if change is happening, um, we'll go wherever God tells us. So we kind of were, you know, knew something was coming. So when Dan asked us, we were like, is this it? And the Lord was like, yes. <laughs> so it was like a definite um, answer to prayer. So, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, with the family that is responsible for dragging us out to Colorado 20 years ago well 18 right let's give it up for Mr. DJ and Cammy Smith Before she starts, I just want to say, you know, the Bible says there'll be signs and wonders in the last days. And I just want to say we are living in prophetic times because that's the only time you're ever going to hear Dan do most of the talking with Dan and Tina. So, signs and wonders. God is, God is doing new things. New white skin. Anyway, it's great to be here with you guys tonight. And it's really good to be home. As many of you know, um, we've been a JFC for about 15 years. And 10 years ago, we got to open this church with many of you and our kiddos. And a little shout-out to our kiddos. They're part of the DNA here, too. We have a 25-year-old, almost 25-year-old, a teacher with his wife, and our first grandson, and he's almost six months old. Super exciting. Our second son is 23, and he just got married two weeks ago. Um, and they live in St. Louis. Our third son is Levi, and he's 19, and he's single, ladies. And he's super cute, and he's here. Yeah, and then um, our daughter is 16. She's going to be a junior this year, and she's a part-time nanny, and she's amazing. Anyway, we're super excited. Like I said, it's, um, Castle Rock is a part of our DNA, and we're just blessed to be back home. Um, Dan asked us to share a little bit about how we knew that God was directing our steps to shine, and uh, just to put it in a nutshell, um, two words that I could use. One is joy, incredible joy. You know, sometimes God just just puts like this like explosion of joy when you even think about something or when you start talking about something. And that was the case when the midst of transition, Dan and Kim early on in the transition talks with Pastor John about this and just like, okay, you know, this could look several different ways and we need all of you to start praying. And we got together at their house one night and just started dreaming and talking. And uh, like a year ago, we kind of had a conversation. I was like, I don't know if I work for that guy. Why don't you work for me? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, we've known each other for 15 years, and we've become literally best friends. So he's my kid. He's got other great friends, I'm sure. But, um, but I truly love that we're brothers. We're two weeks apart in age, and, and God's just done a supernatural work in our friendship and our faith. And, um, so there was just incredible joy when we even think about, oh my gosh, we could do something together. We could be the coolest kind of friends ever in our lives. 
Uh, and the second word was like fans or fans or sets. But I'm reading in the book of Joshua when God brought the people into the promised land and he gave them an inheritance. You know, he established everybody in the inheritance. And if you read the chapter, it's like, okay, and now this guy's inheritance is from this river to over this hill and through the woods and over left of the barn. And you're like, how do I care? You know, honestly. But the fact of it is, is that God established inheritances, not just, he really didn't start with the individual. He started with like an entire tribe. Like, okay, tribe of Judah, you're kind of like in this area. And then this clan of families is kind of like this spot. A certain family and then a certain individual. And we really feel like in the reading process of this, that when these choices came about, we realized like what clan we were a part of. Because over 15 years, we had grown to be family. We had grown with him, with Rob and Amy, with Danny and Tina, with any just, you know, so many of the folks that you've heard from already tonight, and many of you here. And, and it, was, it wasn't just a question of like in a vacuum, you know, like we're in Hollywood, you know, and islands in the stream. I keep making really old people references, but anyway, sorry, sorry, kids, you don't know us. You didn't miss much, the, the 80s. Anyway, it's a great song to escape to, though, but sail away with me. But we're not islands in the stream, people. God wants us to truly be knit together into families, into clans, into tribes, and sometimes he's like, hey, tribe, I'm moving you. And so it's not like, but I'm an island over here, and we're island. It's like, God's like, hey, man, yeah, our tribe is moving. This is the people that we've learned to trust. And here's how we knew they were our tribe. I, I look for this. Who do you laugh with and who do you cry with? You know what I'm saying? And, and with Danny Kim uh, and, and, and so many others in the stream, but even Danny Kim specifically, we've been through stuff with our kids and, and just crazy difficult times together. And they've wept with us and they've prayed with us and they've shown us love and grace in times when we need it most. And then we've laughed together. We've been with them more than once for a timeshare in Mexico and just hung out on the beach and just had great times together, you know, surfing or whatever, doing all that kind of stuff. But that's one of the signs. Another sign is who do you see Jesus in? You know, who, who motivates you uh, and inspires you to, to want to be like him? And with Danny Kim, we felt that way about them. From their finances, from their parenting with Andy and Alyssa, from their friendship, from their pursuit of God, from their just zeal for, for God's word and God's truth. We're like, just over the 15 years, I want to like be tribe there, but let's think about this. But it's just, it's grown in 15 years of great admiration, a great sense of these guys inspire us to be more like Jesus. And then uh, another one is just who calls out the best in you? Who believes in you and calls out the best in you? And we've been around them. We've been a part of, 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 of this tribe and this clan that God has put together. We feel like the best in us is called out. And like people know us and appreciate, you know, like my seriousness and organizational skills and Hanny's goofiness. That's a joke. Um, but, you know, we accept each other. We love each other. You feel you feel known. You don't have to try to pretend to be somebody else or try to have gifts you don't have. But you can just be who you are. And I know God wants that for every one of us. Guys, that's part of our heritage as kids of, of him, is that he wants us to just be ourselves, to know our identity. We're going to be talking about that in weeks and months ahead. It's part of our pillars here at Shine. But that's all God. Incredible joy. And just knowing that God just moved our tribe, and God wants you to be able to experience that incredible joy and be knit together and trust. Without further ado, give it up for our lead senior pastor, Dan and Kim DeMeyer. Um, okay, so one of the concerns as we talk about this, um, this formation team and this staff is um, we didn't want you to think, or we hope you don't think, well, why are they doing this? It's all about them. That's not it at all. We want you to God is doing this. The, the number of puzzle pieces that have been put 
together in Jubilee Fellowship um, and, and then coming to shine. All of those pieces that had to come into place, um, it, it really is a miracle that it even happened as smoothly as it did. Um, and I would be remiss to, to not thank Pastor John and Jubilee Fellowship because they have given us an incredible launching pad right here. I mean, this is absolutely amazing right here. This is not a startup where you're like 10 people in a living room. This is a hot living room right now. There's a lot of hot air in here. I think it's coming from DJ, but I'm not sure. Um, but uh, it's, it's but God is doing this. And there's a proverb that I wanted to share with you. Uh, that In Proverbs 19, 21 says, As many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And if you were to ask any one of the leadership team here at Shine in the middle of March, well, that if you were told them, hey, you're going to start a church in August on 8-18-18, you're going to start a church, they would have all looked at you and said, no, no way, no way, no way. But the truth is, many are the plans that a man thinks, but then, you know what, it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. There's actually one translation that basically says this, and God will do whatever he wants. you heard from those testimonies that God has done something, and God is doing this, and God wants to do this. Okay, which brings me to the second thing, and that is this. We want you. Okay? I had the unique opportunity to be able to go to each one of these couples, and you heard it in their testimonies and their stories. I was able to go to them and ask them and tell them what was going on and share my heart about what God was speaking and how I had the dream that God was telling me to say yes to the church and before them and say, hey, we'd love to have you be a part of this. Would you pray about that? I had that unique opportunity. Now, um, from what I understand, there is a 160 people in this room right now. I could meet with every one of you for the next 160 nights, um, but it would it'd just be too long to do that. So here's what I felt like the Lord told me to do. I'm inviting you to be a part of the Shine Church. We want you we need you, and we want to come alongside you and see what God has for you inside of this church. This church is not going to be about Dan and Kim DeMay. It is not going to be about the leadership team of this church. This church is going to be about you. We want to come alongside you. We want to equip you. We want to train you because each one of you have a calling. You have a purpose, and God has a plan for your life. And according to that scripture, he's going to do whatever he wants to do anyway. So you might as well go, okay, I'm in. I tell you what, I know there was a lot of excitement, and there's when, when that excitement, that newness is there, we can come into a time of worship, and we can get involved in that. But I'm, I was sitting on the front row, and I'm hearing the voices. They stepped away from the mic, and I could hear you guys proclaiming through song and just praising the worship of God. Let's not just do that because it's opening weekend. Let's do that every single week. Let's enter into God. Let's rejoice. Let's praise Him. Let's get into the flow that He has for us. And I'm asking you to join us. Be a part of this. Be a part of this community. Be a part of this family. God is doing it. He wants you. And the third thing is this. Um, say yes. Say yes. I thought that the dream was just for me. Now, again, real quickly, as we were trying to decide whether we were supposed to I had a dream that night, and God, Kim and I were, were trying to figure out what God's part was, and, and in the middle of that, all of a sudden, we felt like God gave us the name of the church, and the name of the dream was the Yes Church, and I know many of you have heard this, um, but we got super excited and started telling people, hey, the name of the church is Yes Church, and all the people, all of a sudden, their faces became alive to me, and they got super excited, and I was thinking about it this week, you know what, that dream wasn't just for me to say yes to the church. It was when people heard about the church, they were to say yes to the church. And I want you to say yes to the church. Now, I realize there are some of you that are here because you um, just wanted to celebrate with us, or you're here because you wanted to give us your well wishes. Hey, you have a church to go back to then. And I want you to say yes to that church. I want you to get involved. God has purpose and plan for you. He wants you to say yes. The scripture in Second Corinthians uh, says this, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. 
And it goes on. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now, I want to pull something out real quick. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Christ is behind you. Going back to the beginning, we are bought and saved because Jesus Christ lived and died for us. He shed his blood on our behalf. And because he did that, his promises are yes. He's got a purpose and a calling for you, and he wants you to say yes to that. And that's what the second section speaks to. And so through him, the amen is spoken. The amen basically means that I agree. I agree. And I think if we are truly in the end times, and I truly believe that we are in end times, that God needs a church that is going to go, okay, I say yes. I say yes to getting involved, and I say yes to being a part of this. And here's the great news that all things work, and that is this. God is trying to speak to you every day. He doesn't just communicate to a pastoral team. He communicates to every person who calls upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says that when you ask Jesus your heart, you get the deposit of the Holy Spirit. You don't just get a portion of the Holy Spirit. You don't get a little piece of Him. You get all of Him. And He is continually speaking to you. He's calling things out of you. And He wants you to understand that whether it's through a dream, or maybe it's a prophetic word, or maybe as one of the testimonies said, God didn't even answer. I just had to wait. Maybe it's in the waiting. Maybe it's something that God has already stirred in your heart that God wants you to jump into. Maybe it's something He's going to tell you as you go home tonight and think about this. But here's what I would just encourage you to do, is that when God speaks to you, Say yes. Say yes. And let us as a leadership team come alongside you and let's see what God can do at Shine Church. Amen? Amen? I'm going to pray here. Um, just thank God for what an incredible day. And then what I'm going to do is dismiss and leave out just, uh, just some fun stuff for you to do. Again, I want you to walk through the building differences uh, that have taken place, the changes, uh, but then out in the front, um, I don't know if you heard the backup truck, this Kona ice truck is here, okay, so we got the Kona ice truck, we got bounce houses for the kids, we have a uh, chip and salsa bar that we want you to enjoy, we just want to hang out and fellowship and start this community of shine, so we want you to do that, so let's go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this incredible celebration. And Lord, we uh, recognize that your hand is completely on this, and we give you all glory, honor, and praise for it. God, you are doing this. And so we come alongside of you, and we say yes to you. And God, I pray that you would speak to every single one of us as to what our part is to play. God, we want to be used by you. And Lord, as, as we approach the end times, as we come near, God, I pray that you would just begin to reveal to us individually what you've called us to. And God, help us to know. Help us to know how you want to empower us to go do those things. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We lift you up, and we give you all glory, honor, and praise again in your name. Everybody said, Amen.